She, her, and hers. This is Tori. She, her, and hers. We're just testing out some we're new getting equipment. fucking fancy up in this bitch. We are. We're getting fancy. We are. Sylvie's on the board today, yeah. and all she wants to do is press buttons. Press buttons. So if we what lose something, update? see, she's just pressing <laughs> shit. Stop it. Uh, we got a very special episode. Lots of things happening in our episode today. Yes. You know the deal on this podcast. Lots of cussing. Yeah. Lots of um, mature material yes. may not be suitable for our listeners. Nope. Um, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends. We're on Facebook. What are you bringing to the table podcast? Um, we're on Twitter. Are we on still on Twitter? Uh, well, yeah, we're on Twitter, whatever. but you know. All right. It so basically, if you like this podcast, share it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get going first with our what's updates. So one of our what what's updates is about that judge. The one bring that. Bring it a judge. Bring yep, it a judge. The one that had um, had that said, talked about that. It was a rape case. Yes. And had said, hey, this kid comes from a great family. Mm-hmm. This should not be, you know. Affluenza kid, again. Yes. Another affluenza. And he was just a judge that. Um, was retired and he was uh, just sitting there um, listening and or listening to the case. He's a pro tem judge. Yes. That's what they call it. Yes. Yeah. And like a substitute teacher. You ain't supposed to do shit. Just go in and make sure nobody kills himself. (laughs) Well, apparently after the big brouhaha, he decided perhaps I need to really put the gavel down. Really resign now, sir? And walk off the bench. Need to so close he, them legs. <laughs> exactly. So he is affluenza. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Don't come back. Bye. Bye. Yeah. yeah. He's um, gone. Yeah. After all the damage is done. Though, oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. That's the fucking thing. It's yeah. like, I think that the prosecution should bring all those cases, any of the cases he was on, back and review the sentencing. I do too. Like, I, there, I don't know if there's anything. Could they, I don't know if there's a legal thing to do that. They might be like double jeopardy. But I feel bids. like there should be a hold up, time out. We got to go instant replay and review all this fool's decisions because he clearly was unfit to be on the bench. Oh, yeah. And for sure. And was not making sound decisions. Yep. And he realized he needed to just be gone, resign. So let's review what hit all the mistakes and make sure we get the proper sentencing. Yeah. For but sure. that but he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Okay, all right. And I think that's, that's it. it. So I, I don't that's... have any what's up dates. Um, I'm wondering. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I would have thought that we would have had more what's up dates with everything that's been going on. It's so hard to keep track, though. Like I, I see a story and I think, did we do that story, or have I just been following this story, or does it sort of relate to a story? It's it's a mess out there, yeah. people. It's a mess. So we got something special coming up next. 
Yeah. We're going to have a guest. Yes. We're going to make a little phone call to Sylvia's cousin. Are we, are we naming names? Um, she a pseudonym? We'll ask her if she wants to, um, you know. So we'll... she, one of our listeners has a story she'd like to share with us. And so we're doing the, the, the call-in feature and we're going to discuss the table and, and go from there. All right. So it's ringing. Let's yeah. see. We told her to stand by. We were going to be calling her Cousin, back. that you? That's What's me. What's up? What are you bringing to the table? All right. Girl, whatever you fucking want, bring it on. <laughs> well, let's it... talk about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's so, about to get so here, crazy here, up in here. Here's the thing. So, do you want to say your name or just what do you want to go by? You can. This ma- motherfucker, they know me by cat. They okay. don't even know nothing else. Okay, cat. Okay, cat. All right. <laughs> Hi. All right. Hello. So, um, what the story? The story what do you that got? you posted. What are you bringing to the table? Oh, that story about that couple having sex and falling out. What was it, a balcony or what was it? Yeah, it was a balcony. Um, actually, it was, um, uh, they were on the ninth floor. Let me bring up the oh article. God. That way I can, I'll read it for us. And then, uh, oh, wait, shoot. Oh, Jesus. Let me see. Hold on. Sorry. Um, darn it. I, I remember got- that going back to the party. Yeah. They, uh, where they both fell out of the window and then she ends yes. up uh, dying because he lands on her. What? So he gets busy with her and then she saves his life. So, yeah, and he fucking used her, got what he fucking wanted and went to the back to the party like nothing happened. What? I honestly, I don't know who could do such a thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he don't have a heart or he don't have a conscience or something to just do that. He didn't even call the ambulance. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. So, so they was at a party. They're on a balcony. They start getting busy. Mm-hmm. They fall off the balcony mid sexy time. Yes. Yes. And she dies. Yes. And, and he. Yes. yes. And so he and just he gets up. He gets like up. Wipes and, off his knob and goes yeah. back to the party. Like nothing happened. Right. So here it yeah. is. It goes oh, couple fall from ninth floor window while having sex. Woman is killed instantly, but man survives after she cushions his fall from a what? Russian apartment and he returns Russian. to the party. I fucking know. Russian. Who knows whether God, they were fucking with you know, the election? Yeah. Fucking with the. Yes. Fucking. Yes. I, I, I can't, you know, I can't figure out why he would do such a thing like that. Yeah. But he could have had the audacity to just at least call 911 or something. And this is what happened. You know, we, yeah, it's not so like he did it on purpose. Did. Yeah. So it says neighbors. Who, who walked back to the party? <laughs> How do you, you fall out of nine? How do you fall my stories true. and walk? The motherfucker got what he wanted. Yeah. And he then... got what he fucking wanted. He got a piece of ass and that's what happened. Right. So here we go. It Bitch. says, <laughs> it says neighbors described a wild party at a block of flats in St. Petersburg, Russia. A TV was thrown through a window before the couple fell out moments later. What the, hell? the woman mm-hmm. died after landing on her head, but man oh survived by landing on her. Uh... Police they police believe they were having sex on a windowsill when they toppled out. Oh shit. And then, so the woman was 30 years old, was found dead at the base of an apartment block on the night of July 5th during what neighbors describe as a wild party. Witnesses say they saw a television thrown from the window 
after which the woman and her 20-year-old lover plunge to the ground below. No. What the fuck is that 20-year-old? No. Oy. Yeah. And then... Okay, my my thing is that was she skinny? Was she big? And I don't judge. I'm just saying, was she skinny or big? Because um, if she was skinny, how... You would think he would still get hurt. You you would think. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she was big. She had to be extra she had to been a little cushion. big. That's <laughs> a cushion for the yeah. cushion. Yeah. On the cushion side. On the more on the cushion <laughs> to break side. That fall. To break that. Yeah, because that's like Yeah, because how does he get up and walk away oh, even yeah. falling nine stories, right? Yeah. Like yeah. like how do you get up and be like, All right, let me just go back to the party. Yeah, so she died yeah. instantly, but the man survived after his fall was broken by her body. And nearby bushes. And then it yeah. says witnesses told local media that the partially clothed man then got up and went back to rejoin the party. Not a oh scrape, a scratch, not a sprained yeah. ankle, not a sprained broken bone. Nothing. Oh, Nothing. Girl must have been, I'm sorry, on the large side. I mean, yeah. theoretically would say that that has to be the situation. Yeah. Okay. Well, because but, being skinny, but. Um, you know, uh, yeah, that would be fine if you would have landed on my stomach. I would have been like a bounty for him or some shit. It would have been like one of those crash pads that they use in Hollywood. Yeah, like a trampoline. Like a man would have been like a trampoline for his ass. Like a bouncy house. Bitch, get off me. I would have woke up on the dead. Bitch, get off me. <laughs> You're hurting my tummy. Uh, <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> and what's so sad is there's pictures, and you can see the blood yeah. on the on the oh, side. Oh, come on! That's and devastating. Yeah. That's devastating. Can you imagine the family? Oh, holy shit! The family of the girl. What they must be, you know, like, oh, how? I mean, look. Oh. Okay, you're dead now. What, what, what is your family gonna say? Let's hope it was good. Oh, they were having sex, and that's how it happened. Right. Exactly. Let's but what what would our family say, Kat? If if that's how All if that's how one shit. <laughs> she'd be liking sex so that they knew something like that could happen to her. Right. And there'd be no sympathy. She, they'd be like, that's she what she gets. Doing what she loves. Nasty hoe. That's what she gets. <laughs> yeah. That's what they would say. No love coming yeah. from hey, let me pour so a little out. Like our family's gonna say anything nice about this shit. <laughs> especially our aunt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they they would be like uh yeah there there ain't no oh cat was what, such a great person and what would that eulogy be <laughs> cat found- i knew were you wearing clean underwear <laughs> not at the end you want to wear an underwear that's the problem that's right but that's what they would say i mean how are you clean underwear <laughs> <laughs> oh was he using protection I don't know. Well, he probably took it up and threw it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, thanks for that's, uh, bringing a us story. a story. And thanks for being our oh, first. You're very welcome. Our you're first ever welcome. calling in. Oh, what's, yeah. Okay. Now, here's crazy? the other thing. So, Cat's uh-huh. phone is filled up. I don't know. She's like, I can't get any apps. I, I can't get any apps. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to figure out. got like an iPhone 4? <laughs> I, I don't know. She we said she's got to go take it to get it. What well, do we got, a flip guys, phone? If you bitches want to talk to me, <laughs> you know I have a fucking landline. So there's no excuses. <laughs> well, but well, you can't listen to the podcast on a landline. 
Well, if you forward it to my thing on Messenger, can I hear it? No. You have, um, it has to come no. from the app because I tried checking. No, you can listen online. Do you have a computer? Do you no, have the I internet? don't. Actually, oh I don't. God. I yeah. don't. Get she got, <laughs> she it's got, on my cell phone. I have the internet. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can listen via the internet. Oh, you can? Yeah, you just go to the Anchor, Anchor oh, website. Oh. Anchor FM website. Okay, or do you have... So you, I, guys, you bitches... Okay, one of you my cousins... <laughs> You know I'm playing around. Oh, you're a bitch. That's okay. Or you she, know what? You're Monk's, you're you're Monk's a company, bitch. bitch. She, you're a bitch. She you're call, a bitch. She calls me a hoe bag. Okay, so if you guys want to talk to me, and if you guys want me to cuss, I need to get paid. Oh, <laughs> bitch, we ain't even get paid. <laughs> we'll I'm pay you in frijoles. Fuck out of here with that. Oh, I just had to say that. We'll, we'll, like, we'll pay you in frijoles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And even if you tell me, okay, all you're going to get is a five dollar gift card from Starbucks, <laughs> I'm fine with that. What the five dollar <laughs> gift card? Gift card from Dollar Tree? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't mind. I go there all the I time. I love Dollar Tree. <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game either. And the ninety nine cent yep. only. I need my fifty liter. <laughs> all right, cat. All right. Well, thanks, okay. cat. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, wow. that was a story. Yes. I that's, that's my cousin. She is brown as brown. She's she's uh yeah. fabulous. Yes. I like her. Ghetto classy, she says. Ghetto classy. I like it. I like it. Um, um Yeah. That's a story though. That was, I mean Can you believe that? Like I can't believe he got up and went back to the party. Nine that's, that's, stories. That's I mean that I can't believe he survived nine stories enough to just get up and walk back to the now, party. Here's the thing. Like Okay, so he's pumping on her, right? I'm assuming. They fall right out the window. He was probably using her to be the first. Oh, yeah. He probably just held her even closer. and Yeah. Or not. I mean, who knows? Like, I don't know what happens when you fall out. You're not thinking. You're not like. I'm thinking, oh, You're just holding on and like, you just. I think he got lucky to land on her. And And then get up and and go back. Party. I think is an asshole for getting out and go back to the party. Wow. I think he got lucky by landing on her. That's mm. what I think. Mm-mm-mm. And her, her landing on her head, obviously the amount of blood oh, there. Yeah. She, she cracked that cracked baby that open. cranium open. Well, like a watermelon. Yeah. Well, getting freaky. How would you in rather go? No. Oh no. How would you? No. No. Well, how would you rather go? Now we you added think one she of the died instantaneously. It said instantly. She cracked that skull. Instant well, death. I mean, assuming the sex was good, maybe that's <laughs> the way you want to go. In pure ecstasy, ecstasy orgasm. I, I don't Whoa! know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Dead. <laughs> now, assuming if it wasn't, oh, oh wrap it up for the ah! rest of your fucking next yeah. journey. Yeah, bad sex. <laughs> You're going into the afterlife. Bad sex. No. How would you rather? Uh, How would you rather? I think I'm still gonna go with the alligator. <sighs> Death roll. I think I'm gonna go with the mower still. Mower. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Sleeping. Yeah. Sleeping. <laughs> zoop. That's it. Dead. That's all. All right. All right. Well, what you got? What you bringing? Um, I guess it. I mean, technically, it is my turn since you yeah. did the first. It was the uh, first call in. Um, your first call in all right well my first story then i'll go with the story from a listener um and so this story comes from chris scott 
I also want to give a shout out to Chris Scott, who also is a fellow podcaster. Okay. Chris has a uh, podcast called Hip Hop Social Worker. Oh. It's on all platforms. Please take a listen. It's a great little uh, podcast, uh, social work um, through the lens of a uh, person of color, um, black male. Um, he really brings like the perspective. Uh, I think that's what's missing in social work is mm-hmm. how do we help young black males heal from trauma? Yeah, generational and, trauma. And um, really, just bringing in he brings all sorts of different social workers from throughout the country. He's out there. He's got a he's got a website, hiphopsocialworker.com. He's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. So take a listen to Chris Scott's. MSW CSWA Hip Hop Social Worker podcast, and so this. So what's it? It's hip hop. It's called Hip Hop Social Worker. Okay, yeah, check it out. Um, so the story he sent me today uh, was Texas Governor holds ceremonial signing of Save Chick Fil A bill. (laughs) So good old Texas, you know they they like to do things differently down there. Oh yeah. So Texas Governor. Greg Abbott held made-for-TV ceremony Friday touting his signing of the so-called Save Chick-fil-A law. Abbott surrounded himself with associates and a Chick-fil-A menu items and vowed to protect religious liberty in response to criticism citing the fast food chain owner support of anti-gay groups and opposition to gay marriage. So if you don't know, Chick-fil-A is completely anti-gay. Yeah. Um, they're very religious. They're very conservative religious. Um, they're not open on Sundays. Oh, they aren't? No, because oh. they're religious, because of God. Um, and so in San Antonio recently, uh, they blocked a building of a new Chick-fil-A near the airport. So oh. the governor says, discrimination is not tolerated in Texas. Oh, really? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Have you been to the border? Have you been to the fucking border? Oh, well, that's code for, um, hey, we don't accept any discrimination against whatever we right, feel exactly. is discriminatory. Which means yeah, if we I'm discriminate white, against you all we yes, want. If I'm white, male, hetero, <laughs> exactly. I get to determine what type of discrimination right. around here. Right. But Not you. Exactly. Yeah. So, um. No business should be discriminated against simply because its owners pay to a church or to the Salvation Army or any other religious organization. And there are mm. a lot of businesses that pay, you know, that pay to a church and, and to other Salvation charities Army. and yeah, other things. Yeah, that's not the problem. Yeah. Um, no business should lose a government contract because of their religious beliefs. True. The Save a Chick-fil-A legislation that I'm about to sign is a victory for religious liberty in Texas. Mm. Um, so here's my thing. In some way, I I don't want to say I agree, mm-hmm. but nobody should ever be discriminated based on whatever religion they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what happens now, mm-hmm. Mr. Governor. Mm-hmm. So if the satanic church comes in and they want to build something down the street from your Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A or from your uh, state house or whatever, what are, are you going to try to block that? Yeah. If Who they want to put a big old satanic ritual uh, statue up on the lawn. Or maybe PETA wants to open up a office right next to Chick-fil-A. Right? Like, it goes both ways now. Now yeah. that you're, like, saying this, anybody... Islam, yeah, whatever 
is going to come in. ISIS wants to build a, I don't know what their equivalent of Chick-fil-A would be, but you know, like, so you can't have it both ways. Right. So when it comes to the next thing that you don't like. Right. And you're saying there's no discrimination in Texas. (laughs) Um, hello, sir. Yeah. 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 But we know what it's about. Oh, yeah. We know it's about the conservative right-wing bullshit of, oh, you're stepping on my religious freedom by making me accept gays. My white Anglo-Saxon yeah. Protestant. Exactly. My white yeah. hetero cis norm privilege. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, I mean, how many stories have we already done about anti-gay pastors, anti-gay this, the pastor that did, you know, conversion therapy, Comes and then they gay. come out gay or they come out pedophile or they don't come out, but they find <laughs> out they're a pedophile. Yeah. Um, they're having affairs with, so, young, with young boys. Right. Like it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's so it's many. Nuts. So thank you, Chris Scott for that story. And please check out the hip hop social worker podcast. All right. What you got next? <laughs> uh, you know what? Sometimes it's just, people just <laughs> is, it amaze me, astound me. All right. Man arrested at airport with $34,000 worth of cocaine under his wig, police say. I saw this on the news the other morning. I saw the picture. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The picture is probably of a man that's in his 60s, late 60s. He has like a bun size, like, you know, a big, you know how somebody with a lady with long hair. Not a hair man bun, and but they, like a beehive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a beehive. Yeah. When they do it up to. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, he has his wig, his toupee. Toupee or not toupee? That's the question. I mean, <laughs> it looks like there's a rooster on his head. <laughs> really. Like just sitting on a his head. on his head? Is yeah. that what you're saying? That's <laughs> on his head? <laughs> so. doodle doo uh, Police in Spain arrested a man who allegedly tried to smuggle half a kilo of cocaine under his oversized toupee <laughs> at Barcelona's International Airport. Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> Authorities said the man appeared to be extremely nervous uh, when he arrived on a flight from Bogota, Colombia. They were also puzzled by his disproportionately large hairpiece. What's wrong with your head, sir? <laughs> when officers asked him to remove the wig, they reportedly found a package of cocaine stuck to his head. The drugs were estimated street value of 30,000 euros, about $34,000, according to authorities. There is no limit to the inventiveness of drug traffickers trying to mock controls, the Spanish National Police said in a statement Tuesday. I don't know if that's inventiveness. Like, um, I, I, how was that inventiveness? Put a hat on, a cap. A cap would I would say it. it would be, I, I, I got to give it to him. That, I think that's inventive. I think it, he didn't use enough thought into it because he should have got more of a, like a bigger wig. Or you know, or maybe put the the, the packets around his head, yeah. Not or, just put the like drugs on top, it, like flatten it all the way around his head, you know. Yeah. Like, but it's it's literally like like I a saw baseball the cap, yeah, and then you put it's the all wrapped up in like a bola, a, a, big, and a little ball, yeah, and he, like a big glob of dough on, on his head. Of his head. <laughs> and then he puts the the only thing he tried to do was it was black on black, like it was yeah. wrapped in black. And yeah. his toupee was black. Yeah, that's the best. That's, that's about as inventive as he got, he got. To, to hiding it. Yeah. So law enforcement uh, recently released the photos of the man with his eyes blocked. Although he was arrested at the end of June, 
they did not provide any additional details on his identity. Dude. I wonder how, how many years this dude's going to get. Well, I mean, that's like international trafficking, isn't it? Yeah. It's like from one country to another. Yeah, from Bogota to, so uh, like, you know. That's like. That's, here it'd be federal. I don't know what it is down it there. Pro- probably, well, here I think it would Colombia. be life, wouldn't it be? Life? I wonder if he was, was he Spanish or was he from Colombia? Like, that's um, a good question. You know, whatever. From Barcelona? But, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to Barcelona. the grandkids if he had any. They're gonna be seeing grandpa. <laughs> that maybe you know. that was his plan to like leave something to them. Thirty four thousand dollars, like a big chunk of change. Hey, yeah. this I got to take care of my grandkids. Yeah, gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude wasn't very good at hiding it. No, um, uh, uh, and the drug the drug dealers. Did they help him with this plan? <laughs> yeah, because that's a, that's a problem too. Like you know, he probably oh, don't worry about it. You won't be seen. <laughs> You'll be fine. Go ahead. Go on. Not, not we'll unless he was on top of uh, a ruse to let the other drugs come now, in. Now that might be the like, case. They see him zero in on Ooh, his little dome. You might have some, and then there. the other people just you know. Oh, now that. Makes sense. So they lost thirty four grand in they're like, drugs, Fine. hey, but they brought in yeah. thirty five million. Exactly. So and who knows? Somebody's culos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what they do. They put it yeah, in the they... culo, <laughs> or they swallow it. They swallow. Yeah. Um. Then they cut right. out the culo. What you bringing? Right. What you bringing? What you uh, got? We're gonna take a break, and oh, then we'll already. come back to my story. All right. All right. All right, we All are back right. to what are you bringing bring to the table? Um, so my first story um, okay. is a pastor said he was, quote, sucking demons out of men he sexually assaulted. You don't have to be afraid anymore. I'm your protector now. The pastor allegedly told one of the victims. Shut the <laughs> hell up. This is not the onion. What? This is not. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I'm going to suck the demon I'm out gonna, of you? I'm just sucking the demons out of you. That's all. Get the demons that's out. Gonna scar, that scars me. That scars me. That scars <laughs> me right now. That's uh, what he's... How, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to praying that the victims were... And I say victims because, you know, even though they could be adults, I don't know. I, since they're I, I'm men. Just, okay. They're men, yeah. But they're also you know, that perceived power. Yeah, no, so, it's abuse of power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like here you have this man that supposedly has a good understanding of, uh, yeah, well, I don't, to the story. Uh, Let me yeah. tell you what happened. Oh, yeah. A Presbyterian pastor in New Jersey mm. accused of sexual assault has defended himself by saying he was exercising evil, demonic experience from the men. Demonic spirits for the men. Three parishioners came forward and claimed that 69-year-old Reverend Dr. (laughs) William Weaver. It has to be 69. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. OMG. You suck my demon out, I'll suck your demon out. Um. Weaver sexually assaulted them, according to Newsweek. So this is, you know, not the onion again. Right, right. Uh, when the three men came for private counseling from the reverend, he would say he needed to suck out the demons through their semen. Oh. Uh, according to where, Impact. Okay, where, where, are these like immigrants? Are they like uneducated? Yes. What, what are the victims? Like, come on. 
Don't victim blame. I'm not. But I gotta, <laughs> I gotta wrap my head around grown men believing this. Well, one was 20. We know that. Okay. I didn't understand what, how old the other ones were. So 20, 20 years is old, impressionable. very impressionable. So according to impact statements, the men submitted to the Presbyterian um, of Pres Pres Presperity? No, what of Elizabeth, which is which has jurisdiction over the church in Linden. Weaver would order each man to strip naked and lie down. He would then place an angel coin on their foreheads and have them balance stones on their hands and ankles. During this, weavers would perform oral sex on the men. The pastor cited Native American rituals and verse from Ephesians telling Christians to put on full armor of God. One man, A.J. Meeker, explained he started seeing Weaver about family problems in 2000 when he was 20. I refuse to stay silent any longer, he wrote in his statement. I need to make sure that this never happens to anyone else ever again. Now, how old is he now? Well, this happened in 2000, so I don't know if this just recently oh, came started, to light. But yeah. he said he was 20 at he was when 20. he first started yeah, seeing so him. so in the year 2000, so he's like 39 now, right? Yeah, 19 so plus... 20 is 39, right? Yeah. So, um, 19 years. Yeah. And yet, well, and it was not able to exercise the exorcism. He, you know, what didn't say it was like for the full 19 years. Let's say 10. Yeah. And not nothing. Still had those demons. Still had the demons in him. Um, another man who came forward, Jared Stout, Staten, Stoughton, um, said that he that after the reverend assaulted him, he allegedly lifted my he lifted he allegedly lifted my head up and looked into my eyes and said, "You don't have to be afraid anymore. I'm your protector now." After that, the pastor kissed him on his lips. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say like what the you know the church is going to do. I mean. I don't know, like, what... Is there, is there any criminal charges? Any... Um, well, there's a lawsuit, so it's probably, it's probably going to be in civil court, is my guess. Um, it's, uh, you know, I went over ahead and went over, clicked over to the Newsweek article to see if they had anything specifically about... Um, it, let's see. In addition to working at Linden Presbyterian for 39 years, Weaver also served as a chaplain for the local chapter of Vietnam Veterans Association, Audrey Pieria, a representative of the chapter, described him as a Jekyll and Hyde. He did good on one hand. She told my central, she told my central Jersey, that must be like a local news thing. Um, on the other hand, he did this evil to who knows how many. It can just, it just can't be these guys. There has to That's be more. That's true. Yeah. That is true. An investigation um, found credible evidence, multiple acts of idolatry and sexual misconduct. Um, is also reportedly uncovered gay porn on church-owned computer. <laughs> church trial was set up to start in January 25th. So this is, you know, earlier this year that this came out. Yeah. Crazy, oh huh? gosh. Sucking the demons out. <laughs> I'm like, you know, people, these are, he craps just like everybody else. He farts, he poops, he. Yeah. Uh, there is, there is no, he's not, no. Uh, but that's Nothing that extra holy. That about is him. why they talk about abuse of power in these oh, situations is my. that people get into these situations thinking this person has some sort of like special power specialness, or, oh, he's the only one that can understand me. 
you know, all, all of these things and the, the grooming that goes on probably even beforehand. It's I'm not like, probably like they walked in the first time and like, oh, get yeah. down, let me suck the demons yeah. out to you. No, it was build yeah. rapport, build relationship. And then grooming, next thing you know, the dude was okay, grooming. well, we're going to try this. As this, he's We're going to try this technique. Yes. Well, tell me, <laughs> you know, don't worry, my son. I am your protector now. Okay. Don't worry, Jesus. my son. <laughs> oh, wow. So don't let anybody tell you they want to no. suck the demons out there of is you. Not, yeah. That. And then the thing that gets me, you then throw in Native American, throwing uh, yeah. in some kind of nasty ritual yeah. that you came up with. Right, and then claim and it as Native claim American. It as yeah, something else. Exactly. And then since when do, uh, as you know, Christian folks look at those types of, you know, know. rituals exactly. as, as they said, um, uh, pagan. Like right. these are Oh pagan. yeah, exactly. So now you mix yeah, in now you're gonna bring Christian and Bible and yeah. mm-hmm. along with your, these pagan mm-hmm. rituals. What are you creating your own uh, beliefs here? It's, I uh, guess he did. Manipulation. Oh, manipulation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> right. they got to sue. Sue. Suck the demons out to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. What right. do you got next? What do I got? Yeah. I got a Florida judge. Fucking a, Florida. Yeah, I have to allegedly say choked clerk over late paperwork. What the hell? A ju- yes, a judicial panel on Thursday recommended that the Florida Supreme Court suspend a Broward County circuit judge allegedly caught on tape last month putting her hands around the neck of a clerk and shaking him. Oh, According- I don't know why I was thinking clerk like a plaid pantry person. No. I'm like, <laughs> no, what does clerk. this have to do with yeah. the convenience they're judge, store? They're, they're clerk. judge yeah, clerk. I forgot yeah. what that. that Flor- yeah. Flor- Fort Lauderdale judge, uh, Vagina? 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 V- Is that Vagina there? Where you at? V- Where you V-E-G-I-N-A? Vagina? Vagina? Gina. Gina. She's, she wants she to be called by, by Gina. Gina. I would too. Because <laughs> um, if you said that, oh yeah, Bahina. Yeah. In Spanish. Yeah. You would pronounce it. Bahina. Oh yeah. 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 Gina. <laughs> Trump must like that. Um. So she was charged Thursday with inappropriate conduct under the Florida Code of Judicial Conduct, and her behavior was deemed to have shown an unfitness to serve. And recommended her immediate suspension, according to a recommendation released by the investigative body. A former prosecutor, Hawkins was appointed to the bench by Governor Rick Scott last year. According to himself. Yeah. According to Palm Beach Times, after Hawkins was shown video, so they gave her the video, which clearly depicted her choking the clerk, she reported to the commission that she had never touched the <gasps> employee. Yeah. They gave her the video to review and said, "Hey, look at we look at we it got and you expl- choking. Give us you your need to, you need to help us understand. Give, give us why you got your hands on this person. Yeah, and what she said was, I didn't do it. I never touched me. him. I never touched him. Blame it on the alcohol. I don't know. Um, and that the two were fairly friendly, describing her conduct as engaging in jest." What? You know, like... Oh, we're just joking. Yeah. I'm just joking. Hawkins' statement is clearly refuted by the security video, which Judge Hawkins watched prior to submitting her self-report. The employee did not describe the judge's demeanor that morning as friendly or joking, but extremely upset, the commission wrote in its report. 
Another employee who interacted with the judge shortly after the incident says Judge Hawkins remarked about the encounter and demonstrated what she did by making what? a choking motion in the air. Oh, I choked him out. Yes. Now, she, out. she later admitted that she touched and shook the employee. She was then asked why she did not originally say that to the panel and replied that the original video was grainy. She had Get been crying and didn't remember putting her hands on the person. Oh, so now not she only claiming, was it oh, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I was so stressed out. I, I, I was crying through oh, the whole video. I didn't know what happened. Within the judicial branch, as in civilian life, it is never appropriate for a person in a supervisory position <laughs> to put or their ever? hands around the neck of an employee yeah. or subordinate Anyone? and shake them. Like I, or peer to peer, nobody. I'm just thinking about it right now. What, Could like you imagine coming to you, eh, even if it was in? So yes. where's that report? Right, oh, and then I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm working like, on it. Yeah, I could see you doing it like in the air. Right, like, like oh, come on. Not literally putting your putting hands, hands around, around your neck. neck. And, oh, yeah. and why then, don't you have it? Obviously, can't, it couldn't, it, obviously doing this because it said shaking. Yeah. You know, not just like, yeah. No, shaking. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Can you imagine? So well, that employee better get Vagina. Vagina is gone. Vagina is. Yeah. Sorry, Vagina. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Don't put hands on people, Vagina. Keep, keep your hands to yourself. yourself. That's is that's what they tell you when you're I'm a kid. Kindergarten. Don't we learn that in kindergarten? Yep. Hands, hands to yourself. yourself. Hands are not for hurting. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Vagina. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I got a, a local story, um, LPB story. Review um, half of PPB's Portland Police Bureau. Okay. 2017-2018 arrests were of people experiencing homelessness. Yeah, I did read that story. Yeah. yeah. A city review of Portland Police Bureau has found that about half of the arrests made in 2017-18 were of people without a fixed address. The review released Wednesday by the city auditor reports supports previous supporting of the Oregonian, which found that one in two people arrested by the Bureau in 2017 was experiencing homelessness at the time of the arrest. Following the newspaper's reporting last year, the police commissioner and the mayor asked us to take a deeper look, said Casey Jones, a senior analyst with the city's auditor's independent police review. So we developed our view completely separate from the bureau. The auditing team reviewed more than 700 arrests. Jones said that the record systems used by the bureau doesn't accurately capture somebody's housing status. So analysis is analysis. Analysis. <laughs> um, determined if a person was experienced homeless based on if they provided a street address at the time of arrest. So a lot of people who are houseless say, uh, you know, I'm on the corner of 38th right. and Belmont. Yeah. Uh, the thing we really got to look, got into by looking at the police reports were how many of the arrests involved warrants. Jones said, noting that 60% of homeless individuals arrested in their sample had outstanding arrest warrants. Jones said that this is likely to be any people experience homelessness have been caught in a perpetual cycle, picked up by the police for things that if you did it inside, you would not be illegal, such as drinking alcohol, lighting a fire, or cook uh, to cook food, and, the, and miss their court date until a warrant is issued. It's hard enough to make a court date anyway, he said. And if you're living outside, you get caught in this cycle. It's totally mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. Like, 
Officers are give, often given discretion on how to enforce low priority offenses, but are not given guidance on how the discretion should be applied as part of an overall strategy in addressing homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, so the letter responding to the audit, police chief Daniel outlaw noted that the bureau uh, that while the report did not identify any actions by the police bureau, that criminalized persons experience homelessness. The Bureau believes that the recommendations can strengthen our existing policies and procedure. The Bureau also said that it will meet with the mayor's office within the month to clarify the police's role in addressing city's homeless population. Hmm. Hmm. How about, okay, so we have people who go along with the police uh, that are mental health mm-hmm. folks, crisis mm-hmm. folks. What if we paired people who work in homelessness services. Mm -hmm. So when they go and contact someone with a warrant, Mm -hmm. they make sure they get connected to some services. Mm -hmm. There's an idea. That's an idea. Now, the problem is there's not enough services out there to fulfill the need. Mm -hmm. And there's also the caveat of if someone has a warrant, they have to rest. They have to go. So Mm -hmm. maybe there's something, I don't know, even in, in issuing the warrant is like, um, well, is they this don't person show- a homeless, you know, like, is there some way to indicate if this was a homeless person? And, you know, is there some discretionary from the judge, from the bench? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to take a holistic approach. Oh, yeah. You can't just, yeah. I mean, you can't just blame the police for no. arresting because you have to arrest when you have a warrant. Well, and, and, so, and I mean, and the same, I mean, I was driving to work and I saw some dude with like a bonfire on the side of the mm-hmm. road. And I was like, hey, this dude's burning I yeah. don't know whether he was burning trash or whatever, mm-hmm. but just right there on yeah. the side of the road. Yeah. And you have to call the police on that because who knows whether that fire is going to, well, especially you know, this go out time of, of year along yeah. the edge of the road. Right. I mean, the grass is going to be dry. There's potential yes. for fires or yeah. potential for more but danger. At the same time, so how do they you... do got to cook their food? Yeah. I mean, you know, how do we balance this? We got to figure know. out a fucking plan, people. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not going to go away. No. Homeless, the homeless situation not is not going to go away, go away yeah. just by hoping Putting and boulders. Wishing. Yeah, boulders. Did you hear about that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. The, um, what's her name? Uh, Har- Har- Joanne Hardy. She got. You know, and I'm like, like, I don't want. I, I see these homeless people. They carry all this trash that comes with them. And then when they move, they leave the trash. And then it's where is their feces? Where's all of that going? So I get the you know, trying to keep people from congregating in certain areas, but at the same time, it's like, but where else, what other options do they have? Yeah. But at, and then I'm like, but at the same time, people pick up your shit, pick it up because if you don't, the general public's going to not be supportive of you. And at the same time is, but where do they drop the stuff? Exactly. Do we, do we have a big dumpster for them? Right. What I mean, I don't know. There's, I mean, that's the thing. Is like it's you gotta, you gotta provide something. You gotta yeah. provide porta potties. You gotta provide showers. Showers. You gotta provide. I mean, you're they're building multi million dollar fucking high rises. Rises. Yeah. Of apartments. Yeah. I mean, we talked yeah. about this yesterday. There's a complex in North Portland that was I don't know built within the last year. Yeah. Thousand square feet. Over two thousand dollars a month rent. Yeah, who the fuck can, can afford, afford this? that? Who the hell? Please, yeah. someone let us yeah. know. It's because it's sure not it the Chick Fil A employee. It ain't middle income. <laughs> it ain't even middle income folk. 
How many? That's more than a the. You know that could be more than a mortgage. Yeah. For a thousand square feet. Yeah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. So we have to make spaces for people who don't have housing mm-hmm. that. Because there are places where they've built like camps and the, it runs very efficiently. Mm-hmm. They keep it clean. So, we are the little something. tiny homes? The t- There's a place over there exactly. of, in Southeast that has mm-hmm. a little tiny home place. Yeah. Yes, every place is going to have their problems. Yes, just and like our society has problems yes, with yes. people who are assholes who live in houses. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's there's one in every batch. Yeah, so so it's like you know you gotta if we create a space if we create something it's a multi system issue. Yeah. All right, what you got next? All right, so here I got, and I'm bringing this one because I'm it's sad, and yet I'm bringing it because I'm like, I'll I'll just read it because I'm down. like you know. Devastated brother of American woman murdered with boyfriend during Canadian road trip says a couple had their trip perfectly planned before they were mysteriously shot dead after breaking down on Alaska Highway. Oy. So the bodies of, of China D's and Lucas Flower were discovered on the Alaska Highway in British Columbia, Canada on Monday. The couple had set on a road trip to explore the northwest of the country just days before they were killed. An eyewitness says she spoke with a couple by the side of the highway after their blue minivan broke down on Sunday. Police have classified the deaths as double homicide and have launched a search for the couple's killer. Deese's brother told Daily.com that the pair were the perfect match who were well-traveled and had their road trip extensively planned out. Um, so it goes through, um, you know, more of the story. Those were just the little bullet points Mm -hmm. on this one. And what they ended up discovering is where these two were killed is on that highway. Uh, they call it, uh, where the, all these missing indigenous. Oh, highway of tears, isn't it? Something. Yes. Yeah. Where they had like mass bodies found and dumped and everything Mm -hmm. else. But I'm like, until... When a white, nice little white couple, couple gets killed, now gets killed. we're gonna now we're gonna be yeah. we're taking things much more seriously for this. So course. they're suspecting that they were so killed sad. by a serial yes. killer. Definitely sad. Yes. yes. Definitely probably a serial killer because that's what they. But I have yet about. to have anything on my yeah. feed about nope. these indigenous women exactly. that had been yeah. murdered mm-hmm. on there mm-hmm. and dumped. Yep, and many which who are sex workers, yes. many who are homeless, and some who were just regular people. Right. Yeah, so you know, all of a sudden, yeah. a nice little white couple who's traveling, yeah, they get killed, and now it's now like, it's we like do high alert and on on uh, the feed everywhere, yeah. and you know, so I feel badly for these people. Like for mm-hmm. uh, nobody wants to, yeah. you know. Well, and that's what they say is that. That they they clearly believe there's a serial killer that works that area, yeah, or maybe several. Or Who more, the hell yeah, knows? More, or more. And again, they are they haven't done shit about it until mm-hmm. this this kind of thing happens. Yeah. Now it's like oh yeah. We gotta, now it's like we got to oh yeah. do something. Yeah. So they say they have a slew of unsolved murders in the area over the last forty oh, years. Yeah. Oh yeah. That could have been carried out by a serial killer or or they didn't say killers, yeah. but I'm just saying. I it mean, could be multiple. Forty years, you know, there's got to be multiple. Oh yeah, at this point. Yeah. and you just know that and that's some a place could just to just be dump. rando dudes, you yeah. know, rando people that are just kill, you know, do a rando killing and then dump and it then there. That's it, yeah. right? 
but definitely serial killer potential. Right. But you can't put like with all the technology we have, a couple mm-hmm. drones flying through, some standing cameras somewhere. Yeah. Come like, on. How about do an undercover thing where you just have cameras pointing put, and see someone out there doot, doot, and see if they you know? try to get picked up or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dios mio. Well, That's I enough. Feel bad. Well, from one killing to the next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me just check, make sure we get good on Do our we time. got time? Uh, let's take a break, a break and then we'll come back. All right, we're back to what are you bringing to the table? Podcast. Yeah, I was listening to our previous podcast and I was used, to, I was always saying, whatcha, whatcha bringing to the table? And all of a sudden I just, and I did make a commitment that I was going to be as brown as brown. And here I go. What are you bringing to the table, me, folks? What are you bringing to the table? Yeah. Hi, I'm Tori. <laughs> this is your Welcome. girl, Sylvia. This and is our NPR voices today. What are you bringing to... What if we to... did the whole podcast in NPR voices? Oh, oh that's just wonderful. That would be it. Oh, that's exciting. We might put people to sleep. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have for our next story, Sylvia? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do that for more yeah. about a minute. Then I'm like, that's too quiet. I got to get loud. Back to, <laughs> um, so here we got some, oh, here from go. one killing to the next. That was okay. what I was going to do. I don't okay. know how I got on that other one. So, no. all right. You talked about killing. I'm talking about killing. Okay. Murderer released after being deemed too old to <laughs> kill again, kills again. Um, back in 1979, Albert Flick killed his wife in a shockingly similar circumstances, stabbing her to death while a woman's, uh, while the woman's young daughter was nearby. Uh, Robert Auburn, Flick flicked his Robert, wife. Albert, Albert, Flick, Albert, Flick. Albert Flick. Albert Flick. Albert um, Flick's wife in Maine. Her. This is in Maine. So this oh. is, a, I don't know, oh, okay. a story from Maine. Yeah. Um, a 77 year old murderer. Back Maybe on the, the crabs were, the lobsters Lobster. were too... You know, not cooked well. <laughs> Had a bad lobster roll. Um, back on the streets because he was deemed, quote, too old to kill again, was convicted this week of fatally stabbing a Maine woman. While wait, her- wait, 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 wait. They released him because he was too, too old, old to kill. The parole board said. A judge Dude. said he was too old to kill. He's old. He's going to age out. He's not going to. So let's release him. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, and, and let As, him out. That way he, he's not going to complete. How old was he when he was released? Well, let me see if I can get there. Okay. So, hold on. All so, right. he killed and was convicted of killing a Maine woman, woman in front of her two children, twin children. It took less than an hour for juries in Auburn to find Albert Foote guilty of murder of Kimberly, Do- Kimberly Doby, 48. So, he's 77. She's 48. So. And did he know her? Uh, Yes. Sort of. Um, her 12, her twin 11 year old sons were nearby and security cameras captured the moments they ran to their mother while she was being killed. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Eleven. Um, can you imagine that yeah. trauma? So assistant attorney general, Gerald Bud Ellis said he'd, he'd asked the judge to make flick, make sure flick doesn't see the light of day again. The prosecutor told NBC affiliate um, in Portland, Maine, not Oregon, that he was particularly saddened knowing that Dobie's children will never be able to shake the impact of their mom's murder. Never. The boys are now living with their grandmother in Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh could you imagine? Uh-uh. Uh, so back in 1979, he killed his wife, Sandra, in a shockingly similar circumstances, stabbing her to death while the woman's younger daughter was nearby. He was convicted of murder and served 25 years behind bars. Well, clear. 
Oh, so he served that before they released it. After his release in 2004, Flick was convicted of assaulting two other women in 2010. So he got released in 2004. For the murder. Yep, for murdering his wife. And then he assaulted wife. two other women. And so then ladies. in 2010, he assaulted two other women. A judge sentenced Flick to almost four years behind bars, resisting recommendations of prosecutors and probation officials to give him eight or nine years, believing the man was too old to commit any more violent acts. At some point, Mr. Flick is going to age out of his capacity to engage in this conduct and incarcerating him beyond this time that he ages, or beyond this that time, the time that he ages out doesn't seem to be make good sense from from a criminological or fiscal perspective. Ex- said oh, the fiscal, main fiscal. superior current court judge Robert E. Crawley. So fiscally, it didn't make yeah. sense. So it was going to cost too much to keep him in prison because his knees were murder like, and was assault. Was he a quadriplegic? That yeah, no. no. This man was. Uh, this man can walk just fine. This man was not. It had any kind of like mental defect where he was not even in his right mind. Like just clearly not old. in his right mind. He was just, just old. He's just old. Uh, Crawley is now retired from the bench and now works as a mediator through the Portland law firm. Um, he did not immediately return phone calls. Of course, after Flick's release in 2014, he moved to Lewiston. Prosecuted prosecutors said he was infatuated with Dobie and followed her around town and even ate at the homeless shelter where she was staying. The killer and his victim witnessed uh, witnesses testified were not in a relationship. Dobie was stabbed 14 times and the wound penetrated her heart and lung, oh, said the medical examiner. Flick sentencing is scheduled for August 9th and he could face up to 25 years. What's the point? Yeah. 25 years. The dude's already 70. What? He's 77 now. Yeah. Holy crapper. So let's see. Oh, well, see. let's go with the fiscal. He's not going to be able to, you know, give him three more years. Yeah, because it's going to yeah, cost too much. Uh, uh, yeah. And yeah. then he won't, you know, at 80 something, he yeah. won't be able to kill anybody yeah. at that point. Yeah. OMG. This, this is, is white okay. fucking privilege. For sure. Action, because he's a white man. For sure. He's a white man. For sure. And we got people of color <laughs> incarcerated for, for drug charges. No assault. Serving the their full charter. 30 years. No, just trafficking drugs. That's all. So it's just yeah. selling some drugs. And not serving and life. And not serving touching life. anybody. Not hurting anybody. Not beating anybody just up. Just putting it under their like, toupee. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm just it. selling some rock. Yeah. And That's it. serving life right yeah. now. And so this- you want to make a fucking fiscal case? Yeah. Let those get guys rid, go. get rid of those. Yeah, they're the more safer ones exactly. in our community oh. than this dude who stalked Albert like, Slick. Stalked this lady. Sounds like yeah, like so he became infatuated with her, followed her around, and to he's seventy seven, like, and she's, she's in her forties. I mean, oh, she was homeless. Yeah, because he would uh. he would uh, frequent the homeless shelter she would she was staying at. Oh, I thought she was like volunteering or something. No, I said she stayed there. Uh. Yeah. And uh, then to do it in front of her boys. Yeah. And you can see the 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 You know how they camera. did Bundy Fry? Flick Fry. Flick Fry. Flick, flick needs to flick fry. Flick this fucker off. <laughs> I'm going to flick oh. you off, Flick. Oh, my. He's yeah. got to go. He's got to go. go. Flick, Ugh. time's up. All right. What you got next? Oklahoma man allegedly raped toddler in McDonald's restaurant during daycare field trip. 
Ooh. Yeah. An Oklahoma man was arrested after he allegedly raped a four-year-old girl in a McDonald's restaurant on Tuesday while she was on a daycare field trip. Joshua David Kabatra, 37, was arrested on two counts of rape and one count of lewd acts with a child following the incident at a McDonald's in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Um, the four-year-old girl left her caretakers to use the restroom located within the McDonald's play area. I got a problem with that. So she, they were, like, the whole class was in the play area? Um, it didn't say. All it said. they were on a field trip, right? They were on a field trip. Daycare. Oh, okay. Know. So, so they just probably, like, a handful of kids. Kids and, you know, let's go Playing to McDonald's in the, playground, yeah, in the right. playground so area. In the playground. So a four-year-old girl. She's four. And she went to the bathroom by herself? <laughs> left her caretakers to use a restroom located no, within no, the no, McDonald's. No, 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 You don't let a four-year-old... They don't know how to wipe themselves at four. You don't let a four-year-old walk to the bathroom in a McDonald's by themselves. That was problem number one I had. I mean, no. 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 No, absolutely not. For mi multiple reasons, because they multiple. don't wipe well. They no. don't wash their hands no. all the time. And then this, this like, toilets are usually a little yeah, high, exactly. so they need assistance. Yeah, like, yeah. So I'm a, I'm so hoping this predator pedophile was sitting there. Well, here's what happened. One of the caretakers who went to check on the girl found. So apparently they said, go boo, go. Yeah. You go to the bathroom and mm -hmm. we'll be right here. Right. So she goes to check on the girl found in the restroom that the door was locked and began knocking. Kabatra eventually opened the door with his arms raised saying, I was just washing my hands. The what? caretaker told police. The child told the caretaker and police that Kabatra had touched her genital areas with both his what hands. What are you doing in the bathroom with a little girl, jackass? Genitals. Washing your hands. Kabatra told police that he felt ill and went into the unlocked restroom no. where he found the child already sitting on the toilet. No. He claimed he threw up in the sink, no. washed his hands, and then left. Liar. <laughs> Lie. Yeah. At McDonald's, nothing is more important to us than the safety. This had nothing it's to do. It's not McDonald's, McDonald's fault. fault. This isn't McDonald's it's fault. It's daycare workers' it's fault. Your, and yeah. it's Kabatra. Because it's already saying they have multiple caregivers. So yeah. one stay with the kid. One, one takes the, the other one to the bathroom. Ooh, if I was that parent, mm -hmm. uh, I'd be whipping done. somebody's You're done, ass. son. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's ass. Somebody's going to pay. And I'm like, You're I can see that dude. License. I can see the child because of four. Didn't lock the door. Oh, yeah. No, you know, you and the dude walks in. Yeah. And is oh, opportunity And nobody around. Yeah. And locks the door. Yeah. That poor girl. Ugh. That Jesus poor girl. Age Christ. Yeah. Oh, Dios mio. I just, I Ugh. just cannot just... Ha handle it. Mm. Oh. Um, they'll probably give them two years. You know, this next story, I didn't even think about it, but I guess it's kind of an what's update. Oh, I didn't even think about it. What is it? Because I forgot I had done a story oh, earlier. It's a, what is your what's update? <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. Um, so previously I had done a story about students going to the state legislature here in Oregon to get mental health days as sick days. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oregon will allow students to take mental health days thanks oh, to teen activists. Students can use excused school absence just as they would sick days, changing the stigma around mental health 
in a state that has high suicide rates. Yeah, we got oh, like one of the wow. highest suicide rates wow. in Oregon. Did you know that? Did, no. Does yeah. it have to do with our weather? I think in part. Yeah. I mean, there's part of it. And our really very fucked up mental health care system. I mean, Ugh. we got like one of the worst mental health care systems in the state, in the, wow. I mean, in the country. Um, so Oregon will allow students to take mental health days just as they would sick days, expanding the reasons for excused uh, school absences to include mental health or behavioral health under a new law that experts say is one of the first of its kind in the U.S. But don't call it coddling. The students behind the measure say that it's meant to change the stigma around mental health in a state who that has some of the United States' highest suicide rates. Mm. Mental health experts say it is one of the first state laws to explicitly instruct schools to treat mental health and physical health equally. And it comes to a time when educators are increasingly considering the emotional health of its students. Mm. Utah passed a similar law last year. Um. So it was signed uh, by Governor Kate Brown last month, represents one of the few wins for the youth activists from around the state who were unusually active at the Capitol this year, along with expanded mental health services. They lobbied for legislation to strengthen gun control and lower voting age, both of which failed. Um, so I totally agree with this. I mean, you know, we talked about it when we first talked about right. the story of right. like, how are you going to know? Yeah. What's the you difference know, between if, if I call you and up. say my my son or daughter are sick right you don't need to know what kind of sick they are right just it's just excuse right but i do see the benefit of explicitly saying mental health Mm -hmm. to show that students struggle with mental illness just as anybody else does does that mean because now that said they said something about excused absence if they call and say hey i'm struggling i guess they don't have to say i'm using a mental health day yeah. I don't know how it's going to go down. I don't know how schools are going to, you know, if they're going to ask explicitly to say, well, yeah. is it mental health or is it mental or physical illness? Your I, don't think they should, for? I don't think I that's think it's any just other to business. be your kid. Your kid is sick. Yeah. Right. And then if it's excessive absences come into play, like excessive then, excused absences, because well, they would be the those would system, be deemed excused. The school system, believe it or not, does not count absences as excused or not excused it's just, oh, it's just gone from school so if your rate of absence is at a certain level mm-hmm. then supposedly because of major 98 there's funding to address this chronic absenteeism oh, right yeah 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 so that's when the person who is hired by the school before they got cut <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just personal experience um that so the point is, so if a per, if a kid is below 85% attendance, mm-hmm. then that means that they're chronically absent. Oh, okay. And so then the schools under Measure 98 received a bunch of money to address chronic absenteeism. Which then they can use fund the money to perhaps Theoretically, identify would be to then, okay, mental so health. if Sylvia is gone, is only at school 65% of the time, yeah. and I'm the person tasked with finding out what's going on i'm gonna come and say hey what's happening and we discover oh actually sylvia has depression and anxiety and that's what's keeping her from being at school okay well is there services that we can get you connected with is there a modification in your schedule that we can do um can we look at changing your classes because maybe one of your classes causes you more anxiety and is there another class you can be in yeah is there modifications in the classroom that we can make making sure you have appropriate break time yeah yeah lots of things that we can put in place to make to accommodate your illness yeah yeah 
Um, so I well, think this is good. great. And that's a great what's update. My question will be, though, is how will school districts uh, deal with it? And what services will they put into place to help students with mental illness? Cool. I like it. All right. That was my right. what's update. Are we ready for rapid fire? Are we or ready for it? rapid fire? I don't know. I mean, I got another one. I well, got let's another do one. Another okay. One. We got time. We're not we're not very right. long in our episode yet. So. so Delaware woman sues luxury resort in Dominican Republic for three million over alleged attack. Sounds kind of legit, wait minute, right? No, no, wait a minute. So a Delaware woman okay. sues luxury resort okay. in Dominican Republic okay. for three million okay. over an alleged attack. So she's there, she, yeah, she, here's, she here's, alleged she got attacked. Yeah. That's a picture of her face. Holy shit. It looked like she got the shit beat out of her. Right. Black eyes, oh, two black eyes. It says a Delaware woman who says she was viciously beaten by a hotel employee. Well, so she's now, you know, Dominicans are of color. So this lady is now saying she was viciously beaten by a hotel employee while on vacation in the Dominican Republic in January is suing the resort company for $3 million. Tammy Lawrence Daly was staying at the Majestic Elegance Punta Cana all-inclusive resort with her husband when she ventured out of her room alone to buy a snack. She alleges she was attacked by a man and perhaps two <laughs> wearing a hat and shirt with the name of the resort. So she said she was attacked by a man, maybe two men. She's not quite okay, sure. So Lawrence Daly, who posted a photo herself on Facebook showing her face swollen and bruised, said she was strangled and beaten. She suffered facial last fra facial fractures and nerve damage. Her lawsuit says she wants justice and accountability and to be compensated for permanent life-changing injuries. Miss Lawrence. Daily and her team want Americans to know that they are being misled to believe that the majestic elegance did their best, did their job in handling this matter and that their facilities are safe. The resort has challenged Lawrence Daly's account, raising questions about why she went public with her accusations four months after it allegedly occurred. In a statement to Fox in June, Majestic's Elegance claimed Miss Lawrence's formally demanded a $2.2 million compensation agreement. After receiving no positive response, she disclosed her version of the case four months after it happened. Lawrence Daly has said in interviews with various news outlets that an effort to reach out an out-of-court settlement had failed, and the resort's insurance company eventually sent a letter saying Majestic Elegant Elegant elegance bore no responsibility since she couldn't identify her assailants as an employee. The hotel statement sought to address criticism by Lawrence and her husband that they had made several appeals to staff to help them find her when she didn't return to the room. She was found eight hours after the attack. Hmm. Uh, the hotel staff, the hotel staff, the statement said, took on the responsibility of providing all necessary attentions and all the actions in the case are well documented. A member of the hotel staff stayed most of the time in the hospital to provide assistance and ensure her needs were met. Lawrence Daly's decision to go public about her alleged attack came as news broke about the rash of U.S. tourist deaths in the Dominican Republic and in the past year. Attorneys and relatives of the U.S., 
Tourists who are now number more than a dozen have assailed efforts by Dominican officials to depict the deaths as an, okay, so then they go into the deaths. Um, so the hotel law enforcement authorities have responded publicly to Lawrence Daly's ag- a- um, allegations with a mix of concern and defensiveness, saying that they are investigating and adding that they are inconsistent, that there are inconsistencies in her account. Jesse Smollett. Mm. After their investigations, authorities understand that the scenario is still unclear and that there are weak points and unanswered questions to answer in this strange and unusual case. Lawrence Daly has criticized authorities for waiting 48 hours to provide a rape kit and said that testing was conducted after she took a shower. Hmm. I don't know if it's so we don't know. Like we don't know. We don't know if she did something and now she's like she definitely got beat up. Oh yeah. Something happened to her. Yeah. Like her face is fucked yeah. up. Yeah. So somebody fucked her yeah. up. But do we know if it's hotel staff? Do we know if it it's was husband? Her husband? Like this is like I beat the shit out of my wife. And so situation. now we're gonna here's why we're gonna handle this. We're gonna we're say gonna sue the hotel. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, I, they I didn't know. do a rape kit. You didn't say that they raped you. All you did was say they strangled and, yeah. you know, choked you out. And But there again, like a woman being raped, you're hesitant to even say anything. And what? You know. The, the husband? There's so many I don't questions know. about this. Yeah. I, I don't know. She definitely got beat. the shit beat out of oh, her. Because yeah. her face is fucked yeah. up. Right. But. Please. Yeah. Yikes. I don't know. I don't want to say, I don't want to say either side. <laughs> I'm suspect. I got to say I'm suspect. I'm very suspect. Well, I could see why she waited to go public. Cause she wasn't getting a response about that. Uh, that and she probably sought legal something. advice and they said, okay, oh, yeah. keep this quiet. We'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll do the thing and we'll go public when we, you know, we need to. Right. So that's a that's a legal thing, right? right. Lawyers are always that's to pressure your mouth shut. That's the pressure. Right. The, the we're going to try to get the money the out of them. Yeah. We're going to try to settle. And if, and they, if they don't, don't, then we'll go public. Right. So right. you can't really say that's on her. That's on her legal right. decision. But I'm like, at the same time, it's like you waited at the perfect moment when there's people that were killed. Right, you know, because of whatever they're not quite sure what is it in the water, is yeah, it in like the drinks? so jumping on the bandwagon of other deaths and yes. like, hey, me too, I got yeah. beat up and I yeah. could have died too, like, yeah. and was... then who knows whether somebody just put on a uniform because you can get a uniform from any, you know, and, and that's true too, right? Like whoever attacked yeah. her, maybe that's it, they were wearing the outfits of the yeah. staff but not but they really have staff. cameras around that. that's my thing is where's the security where, camera if yeah. you're in a nice fancy resort tell you would there's cameras, there's cameras everywhere there's cameras yeah. everywhere yeah so, who knows who knows all right well um my last one here before we get a rapid fire pretty quick um interesting little thing uh women are dying in car accidents because the only female crash dummy weighs 110 pounds <laughs> so once again we're not fucking putting real scenarios People. into situations of how what real women look like because i don't know a lot of 110 pound women out there uh, so for years it's been reported that women are significantly more likely to be injured in car crashes um when it appeared that seat belts were to blame most women har- harmed were to 
um, nearly a decade ago, relatively short in stature, preferred seating posture and combination of factors yielding lower safety protection from standard restraint devices. Cool, 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 right? Uh, seat belts weren't designed for women in mine. Uh, yeah, surprise, surprise. I hate yeah. I'm oh, short. Yeah. yeah, especially going over the breast. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, there ain't no, However, yeah. a new study suggests that not only is there the, the discrepancy still true, the crash dem test dummies commonly used to test vehicle safety runs are also to fault. Presumably, that's because manufacturers make them very make very little effort to represent the bulk of human women when designing them. Uh, <laughs> the odds of serious injury or death for a female in car crash victims is seventy three percent higher than for males. Wow, which is which is could it? have something to do with the fact that the average male type dummies are most frequently used in crucial safety testing. The women type dummies, as introduced in two thousand three. Um, it was, and still is only five feet tall and weighs 110 pounds. Five feet tall. Mm -hmm. That's good for me though. Cause I'm five <laughs> feet. So at least I got my height, right? I am talking about my weight though. Um, <laughs> just a touch outside the dimensions of your average woman. Uh, Jason Foreman, one of the scientists conducting the university of Virginia study told city lab. We obviously know a lot of ways that men and women are different biomechanically. These differences, fat distribution, pelvic shape, have potential to change the way seatbelts interact with the body and with our underlying skeletal structures. He added that the work to take this information and actually apply it in real life safety measures just simply has not been done yet. I wonder why. Because women don't matter. <laughs> That's why. Wow. So this is a, a good example of, you know, women breaking that glass ceiling. Once again, we got <laughs> to do like it. Higher percentage the, the, in this. The crash desk dummy women got to break the ceiling now. Like, like we, we, we. Me too. Time's up. About. The crash desk dummies are like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Not all the women look like us. We oh, need some parody in this shit. Wow. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, ladies, at this point, if you're over five feet tall and over 110 and over pounds, 110 pounds, that 73 percent more likely belt, to be harmed. Yeah, is yeah. not going to help. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we'll take a break and we'll come back for some rapid fire. Ugh. All right, we are back to rapid fire on what you're bringing to the table. Okay, rapid fire. You yeah. know the deal. We're going to give you the title. We may or may not have read the story. We're going to banter about it. Um, we'll hopefully not get into the story, but sometimes, hey, you know what? Oh, I had another web update I didn't bring. Did you know the flower, the corpse flower? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. bloomed. It literally bloomed like within, I think, 24 hours after we did the podcast. Oh, really? I didn't get a chance to go up there. Ah, uh, well, they were, uh, you know, a lot I'm of I'm sure there were tons of people. Tons of tons people. Tons of people. You so, know. Corpse Flower bloomed. I, now it's dead I watched it. I actually watched it on hours, uh, really. YouTube. Oh, did you? At the, oh, what's that, you know, time oh, lapse? Oh, time lapse. Ooh. Yeah. Didn't Ooh, get the I'll smell. That. Didn't get the smell. Yeah. But, you know. All right. Well, we're going to go to rapid fire. What's your first rapid fire? Um, police officer in I can't breathe death won't be charged. Oh, I saw that motherfucking mm -hmm. hell. Yeah. Motherfucking hell. Yeah. This is what we're talking about. I can't. This breathe. man was selling loose cigarettes on the sidewalk mm -hmm. and he is dead because of it. Right. And the man that fucking killed him, murdered him is going to be walking around as if nothing ever happened. Yeah. 
and yeah. feeling justified. Oh, yeah. Like, I was doing my yes, job. I, was just I doing did my, my job. duty. That's right. You did your duty by killing a man who was selling, le- selling loose cigarettes. Right. Get the fuck out of and here. And yet I'm like, again, this whole Jesse Smollett, I got to bring it up because that's the main example. They keep, 16 keep counts. Going. And keep they're beating going. the damn keep dead going. horse. Yep. Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. All right. What you got? Um, man from Missouri celebrates Pothole's third birthday to get municipalities' attention. <laughs> Pothole. This, this is an older story, but I found it funny. A pothole. Like yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. Like that one little kid that, that was, Phil, filling, was filling the ones potholes. because nobody would come out and fix yeah. the road. And this guy so is this celebrating. Man, put a now it's third, piece of birthday cake out with third a year. fucking <laughs> candle on it. Well, and this is a couple years older. Or no, actually, it was from this year. Um, so baby, baby pothole so is baby three. pothole turned three. <laughs> so this guy's like, I'm gonna celebrate its birthday to maybe they'll like pay attention and like come fix my roads. Yeah. Wow. Where is this located? Uh, Missouri. Uh, let's see if it said like what part of Missouri. I'm sure oh, if it, it was did. Florida or Texas, I'd be like, sorry, um, baby, Kansas we got City, funds. Missouri. So yeah. Uh, do we have funds in that? Is that do we have funds for that street? Uh, I don't well, know. I mean, you it's probably one of these scenarios of what what neighborhood is it in? Yeah. Like we were talking about yesterday about the speed bumps. Well, clearly if what it did was you say three about years the speed old, bumps about oh. your old your old neighborhood, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And is that, that what you were talking about, your old neighborhood? No, this this Oh, one. this one. Yeah. They can't they put speed can't bumps put because speed why? Because they said it interferes with the emergency, which kind of makes sense. Sure. Like, you yeah, know. Absolutely. But then I'm going around a more affluent areas. Mm-hmm. Of and one. yes. And we've got speed bumps on main roads. I wonder though. There, okay. So there must be something about that though. Because I do not live in an affluent mm-hmm. area. And we got speed bumps on our road. <laughs> So it must be if like if there's other routes to get in because this your area it's there's pretty only one like road Rude. yeah because all these other little side roads are dead ends yeah so I can I will give them that much uh, but then you they don't build pot rolls on pot no, rolls on you but then road. they build that fifty apartment complex you know down the end of the road and you got people just zing, zing, right zing, speeding yeah. past the speed limit well, that's why they got and that's that why people are like now in residential you need to get one of those signs them freeway oh that 20 is plenty yeah 20 yeah. is plenty 20 is plenty, 20 is plenty. all right they had speed bumps there where at the 20 is plenty oh of course because they fancy mm-hmm. but i do believe it's because there's more routes in and out of different areas of that Mm. And probably because it's a nicer. Mm-hmm. We're not nicer. Not even mm. a nicer. You, you live in a nice neighborhood. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. You live mm. in a nice neighborhood. All right. All right. What you got next? Oh, okay. So, man, allegedly, a Florida man, Alex Banea, allegedly cut off man's penis with scissors. Hold up. Say that again. He pulled up uh, Elena Bobbitt. Florida man Alex Bonilla allegedly cut off man's penis with scissors. Ouch. Because <laughs> that's a slow cut. Uh, that would be like, you know. Like, yeah, because he, he said, not unless they got like the uh, sewing scissors that, that like, mom wouldn't let you ever as I'll get up. That just, yeah, where it's strictly and fabric just, only. And just, well, and how big, how much girth of that penis? Uh, was it flaccid? Was it hard? I think it would have to be was flaccid. Was it just the tip? 
Ugh. <laughs> was can it you, circumcision? Can you just Maybe imagine the first, circumcision. the first crisscross of that? Uh, and pinch? I can't because yeah. I don't have a penis. But, but you can imagine on your shoulders. Oh, no. Like, I mean, I can know. imagine because I when I cut my hair, yeah. my own hair. Yeah. And some a couple times I've cut the, the, yeah. my finger with yeah. my... Cause you know, yeah, you yeah, yeah, out there up and you the clip, clip and yeah, I've, yeah, and it hurts. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ugh, can you imagine? Oh yeah, 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 just the tip. <laughs> well, you know, well, maybe he was doing a in-home circumcision. We don't know, I, and I don't know if they put it on ice, we don't like know. to try to save it, right? You know, like, hey. dude, I guess I don't know. I don't know. All yeah. right, um, exclusive. House Republicans are pressuring Amazon to sell books on gay conversion therapy. They're what? Say that again. A group of House Republicans is urging its members to pressure Amazon to resume selling a set of controversial gay conversion therapy books. So I don't, I didn't read the story, but I already knew that Amazon had decided not to sell certain books like gay conversion therapy. So now Republicans are trying to tell a private business. What didn't we talk about Chick-fil-A? Exactly. Right. You can't regulate this one. You can't, you can't regulate this one. This is a private people can choose what they want to sell. Exactly. And if Amazon says we're not going to have books, lying books. That are not true, that are not helpful. We're not going to have Otherwise, those sold. let's sell that Sandy Hook is a fake. And Alex let's Jones, put it I'm out sure there. he's got a book or oh, two, yeah. right? So that he's going to want to put on Amazon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're trying to pressure uh, Amazon to. No, boo. No. Sorry, Bezos. Stick with it. Stick to your guns, Bezos. I mean, we do know Amazon is problematic. Yeah. And there's a lot of yeah. issues with Amazon. Hey, but at least they're but, saying no here. Yeah. All you right. Know. What you got next? Um, I got a, oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. Um, I'm, um, Epstein denied bail after judge cites victim's testimony and labels him threat to community. Thank goodness. Some <laughs> good news. At how many years later? Finally good news. Finally. <laughs> years and years yeah, later yeah. after how many victims? Exactly. You turn around and it's just a road. Well, full and of you victims. know, in part, because I, I actually saw this on the on the news. Yeah. Um, part of the uh, justification of denying it and keeping him in custody when they raided his house. Yeah. They found a foreign passport with another name on it. Um, uh. A huge amount of cash. Um, <laughs> so all all the makings of I'm gonna skip I'm gonna the take country off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he was ready to uh, get the fuck out the country wow. and not come back. Wow. So well, good on that. Sorry, judge. boo. You and R. Kelly maybe be selling. You can get diddled into jail. <laughs> um, all right. The next one I have is 7-Eleven donates $7,111 to baby born at 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven. Oh, wow. David Brown's nice. parents will also be getting the essentials, diapers especially. So, yeah, this. So what's weird is this baby was born on 7-Eleven at 7-Eleven <laughs> and was 7 pounds 11 ounces. <laughs> How the fuck does this happen? Wow. I mean, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. For sure. Like, that, that kid baby's got a college fund already starting. And that's good. You yeah, know, that, that, that's where the stars line up. This baby's yep. got some kind of special powers. When Something's he's able to on. talk, I want some Powerball numbers. <laughs> I want on. some Powerball numbers. 7-Eleven. What is that? Uh, 
you know, reincarnation that they do with the Dalai Lama, you know, let's check, you know, that uh, they come back as re as reincarnated as the Dalai Lama. And oh, they have to do all the little, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. this kid's got, you think he's the next Dalai something. Lama? He's got something he already. Might he might 7 11, 7 11, 7 11. We don't know. You know, and Actually, seven know. represents was heaven. Was it male or female? Oh. Did I say, did we say? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to find out. Hey, okay. Hold on if it's all right. Well, let me go. Well, I mean, it, we don't know if it's male yeah. or female. It may be, have been a sign. And does it matter? Male or female at Does birth. that matter? But it will decide. Yeah. The baby will decide. The baby. What gender baby, it identifies. 7 11. That would be kind of cool if they named the baby 7 11. No. Yeah. Name 7 11, but not 11. 7 11. No. 7 11. No. That's some. Is 7 11 no. here today? No. No. Don't name your baby 7 11, please. Don't. All right. All right. Parents told next? they could lose kids over unpaid school lunches. I saw that shit. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. People. What state was that in? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. First off, our child welfare system is already is flooded. Already with kids in cages. We got kids in cages. We got kids in foster homes getting fucking beat and sexually offended. Uh, what was that one? Wasn't that story? Was that a foster home with the 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 sewage and the shit that was like a no, foot high? Oh, no, no, that that was that just regular parents. A, yeah. yeah um, yeah, we got too much. Yeah. You can't take kids away because their parents can't afford to pay for lunch. Right. Here's about an idea. How about we just give the kids a free lunch? Right. Like, let's just Skip, make sure they yeah. have food. Look, they do this all the time. Companies lose products. Exactly. And it's a, a tax credit yeah. at the end of the year. Exactly. You do the same thing. Exactly. School. Either that. Out. Yeah. Either that or if you, I mean, the extreme thing, if I don't pay a bill, it goes to tax collect or to right. a, a Some sort of collection. collection. Yes. And it's I mean, yeah. yeah. Why are you threatening parents that you're going to take, the, that you're going to call DHS yeah. and have them taken out of the home in the because yes. their parents can't afford to pay for their lunch? In Oregon, we got them in housed in hotel rooms. It, right? Exactly. That's costing us more exactly. than your little $420 Pennsylvania, get your $20 bill. Get your shit yeah. together. And let's just say it. Who would it disproportionately affect? People of People color. People of color. Yeah. All right. Um, so Let's do research on that one. See how many kids of color or families of color got this one? letter. Is this our last one? Yeah, this is our last All one. All right. Um, well, then I'm going to go with this one. <laughs> Police warn against the rise of meth-crazed alligators in Alabama. Police what? have asked meth users to stop flushing their drugs down the toilet because they could create meth gators. I'm like, what meth user <laughs> is flushing their good well, stash? Well, when, when a popo shows up. Oh, so that's basically what they're saying oh, is, get rid of save evidence. it for us. Save, save the evidence they're for trying us. To, like, don't, don't do it. You're going to create meth, meth gators. And really, they want to be able to bust them for meth. Yeah, that's true. What, what, what person... Yeah. That uses drugs is going to be, be flushing like, their I'm good product. I'm flushing that. I'm, flushing I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah. flushing it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, they're going to use their last bits and then get clean. Weaked out gators or meth uh, gators. And have we seen a meth gator? I don't. I think it's. I think it's. You know. I know that, but I'm just saying. Where has the police? I don't, how would they know that it's a, a meth gator? gator? That's my thing. Is how would they know it was a meth gator? Like uh, it's underweight. It's uh, got sores all over it. <laughs> It's all twitchy. It's all like, eh, yeah. Eh, eh. Hey, hey, much rather running real fast. Look at here's a, <laughs> Would you here's rather a die by a meth gator or a regular it, gator? I would say meth gator because they're not going to come after me. They're going to be searching for 
the meth user. You know, so the meth users so swim in the hooked, swamp. Hooked on the meth and they're and like, they're oh, I know this smell and this taste. This yeah. is what I'm going for. Not the, you know, the roly-poly chunky lady in the water, you know. I don't know. They're going to bypass me. They're, they're going to swim right past fix. me. Right? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, no more meth gators in Alabama, please. Yeah. Don't flush your meth. Oh, jeez. All right. Ridiculous. We have come to the end of our episode today, yeah. folks. Yes. Thank you for listening to What Are You Bringing to the Table? And don't forget to listen to your hip-hop social worker. Hip-hop social worker. Check it yeah. out on all platforms. And hit us up on Facebook. What Are You Bringing to the Table podcast. And you can submit your stories to What Are You Bringing to the Table at gmail.com. Or just send to us like you always do. Jason, by the way, you're yeah. slacking. Yeah. Oh, Where yeah. Are you been? What, what you been? You, did you what stop you listening? Doing? Did you yeah. stop listening? <laughs> did we lose a listener? Oh, and I'm going to ask a favor. If you like this podcast, share it on your social media. Yeah. Just share it. That's all yeah. you got to do. Just share it. Yeah. Just say, hey, I listen to this podcast. Yeah. Get or some... rate, review. Uh, well, always rate, review, and subscribe. But yeah. sharing is for caring. Sure. For sure. All right. That's all we got all right. for you today. Gracias. Until next episode. Nos vemos. Nos vemos. Daisy? Daisy? What's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs>